The liberals are destroying California and conservative humor gone awry. Conservative humor gone awry is going to fascist California today. So stay tuned. We're going to take a few pictures of the desert and how their policies are actually messing it up. It's not beautiful when you go across that border. But stay tuned, guys. We'll show you exactly I'm Alexander Edward. And I'm Tony Boswell. And we are Minion Death Cult. The world is ending. A lack of right-wing representation in video games is responsible. We are documenting it. Uh, what's up, everyone? We have a very special guest today uh, joining us at Minion Death Cult is uh, Nick from Means TV, an anti-capitalist worker-owned distribution company slash streaming service, I guess I would say. Uh, which, if you're not subscribed to it, you're fucking up. Uh, it's got Means Morning News. Uh, the Beep Beep Lettuce crew does a video video game streaming show called Left Trigger. Uh, there's a show called Art House Politics uh, with uh, just you know shorts that are very funny and weird. And I and I difficult to describe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's probably my one of my favorite things on Means TV. Uh, you might have seen uh, it was it was a Facebook page as well. It was uh, the guy who does the voiceover describing the different ideologies of the Mario Kart uh, yeah. characters. Uh, very funny stuff. Uh, there's a movie or two, I believe, directed by our friend Chris Bell on there, um, and a street fight show coming up that we're uh, very excited about. So thanks so much for joining us, Nick. Yeah, totally. Thanks for having me, guys. Excited to be here. Yeah, uh, we are big proponents of Means TV. Uh, we are very excited that something like that is uh, you know, uh, up and running. Um, it's, I think... The future of like funny good stuff that uh doesn't you know that you don't have to uh, ignore half of you know the yeah, what, yeah exactly you, you don't have to ignore like the ramifications of what you're watching on amazon prime or whatever like you really don't have to watch any like two second bits of like trevor noah anymore you know that we can just go ahead and get that, get rid of that yeah, I mean, everything is getting, like, fractured increasingly into just, like, micro-audiences. And so it's, like, at the very least, we're entitled to that. And I think that just as a sort of, like, you know, socialist, uh, Marxist kind of, like, ideology, ideological project, we can expand a lot. So, yeah, I, uh, I appreciate the kind words. I mean, there's just, uh, there's a lot of funny people on the left. There's a lot of entertaining people on the left. And it, I love seeing an outlet who's going to, you know, platform those people and, you know, let them, let them just run wild, which I'm assuming yeah. you will do. I, you know, it's so far so no. good. No, we won't do that. We'll, we'll platform boring people. Uh, no, but yeah, I mean, the, the, like the people on the left are extremely funny like, you know, people like Street Fight Radio, like you mentioned, just absolute legends, you know, comedy legends. And, and yet, you know, even something that seems sort of counterculture, like a vice media or something, isn't really fucking with them, has no interest, because at the end of the day, they're selling advertising space. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have they have one person that they have to please, and that's whatever brand, MeUndies or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. is paying them for ad space. So, you know, I think... 
a lot of people who are socialists or leftists in all sorts of creative industries continue to run up against this wall of like, why can't we get funding or people interested in this project that I keep pitching? Uh, And it's eventually, I think, just drove us to create a platform where we can green light like cool leftist projects and we don't have to you know have some stupid advertising department that's telling us we need to like chill out or have more just like celebrity cook shows or something yeah more specific type of content or just uh little ad drops here and there you know little spawn con sprinkled throughout Um, spawn con is such a huge part of tv and nobody talks about it but every (laughs) watch anything and it's like anytime you see a brand that brand's not allowed to be there unless they're paying for it so it's it's like not an accident (laughs) yeah exactly um, so the reason we brought you on specifically, Nick, uh, was to talk about Tonight We Riot, uh, which is a new uh, Nintendo Switch video game uh, created and developed by the Pixel Pushers Union 512. Is that is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Yeah, the video game is a uh, like a side scroller brawler in the vein of uh, you know Final Fight or uh, Double Dragon. Uh, with a little bit of a twist. Uh, it is about specifically like socialist and leftist uh, workers rising up against the cops. I don't know. It just seems to be taking the country by storm here. I mean, if you if you look at the news, it seems like everyone's got uh, riot fever thanks to this video game. Yeah, I've, I've never seen like cosplay pop off that fast. That's incredible. You must be pretty happy with uh, the popularity of the video game, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know, uh, I wish I could credit all of that to the video game, but certainly it's a very small indie game that has you know uh, been successful with a with a an audience of people who are into that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, it's it, every time we like as a sort of cooperative, like sort of try to project any project, I feel like into the next year or two, uh, it, it sort of ends up hitting on some nerve because it, Marxism is just like the ability to tell the future, unfortunately, <laughs> for better or for worse. Yeah, I don't know. Do, like, uh, do you think do you think these Americans that we're seeing in you know Minneapolis and and Los Angeles and uh, Seattle, do you think they're learning valuable skills from the video game tonight? We riot. Probably not, but probably like uh, I think that there's inherent, you know, uh, like the the best weapons are just sitting there. You know, I think that 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 <laughs> <clears throat> that's something that you know I have to tell myself sometimes. Like you know, no, the best weapon is whatever is on the street, whatever I can grab right in the moment and then run away from. So I think that that's certainly a component of I think the game mechanics of tonight we riot. But that seems to be like the most effective. Like you know. We're taking, we're taking, people are taking stuff over just with like rocks and shit, you know? It's like, that's yeah. tight. I mean, I mean, that's beautiful too, even as like, you know, a metaphor. It's like uh, in life, when you think you have nothing, actually look around and you probably do have something that you could at least bludgeon or smash with. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. And, and even if that's figurative, you, you must bludgeon, you must smash. That's what we have to do. We were born to. Uh, that's what thumbs are about. <clears throat> The video game rules, uh, you get to throw bricks at cops, you get to liberate factories, you get to throw Molotov cocktails at cops, you get to swing a mon- monkey wrench at cops. Uh, it's got everything you could possibly want in a, in a video game, I think. Uh, I, I, it's, it's, only it's like f- Grand Theft Auto, but distilled. It's like, distilled to yeah. the best parts of Grand Theft Auto, which to, is yeah. just fighting with police officers. It's Grand Theft Auto with a purpose. It's Grand Theft Auto <laughs> where the goal is to get, like, 
beyond five stars. They get so many stars that it like explodes the actual wanted rating system. Yes, correct. Now, uh, I like this game a lot. I have not completed it yet, so I don't know this for, for sure. Does it have a level where you have to fight a knife-wielding woman in a mobility chair? <laughs> no. No? Okay. Uh, is there a level where you have to uh, fight through Alabama's child militia? No, no. That's a new thing. The child militia is a, is some new information. Okay, so you guys are going to patch that. There's going to be like an update or some DLC yeah. or something, and that's going to get in there at some point? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I do think that knife, knife Wheelchair Lady would be an excellent like secret boss. Yeah. So, you know, just just think, you know, think about that. <clears throat> knife wheelchair lady will be could could be a great boss and then um camp knife slash uh compound bow Facebook t-shirt guy <laughs> uh could be another boss, I think. Yeah, they're just so confused. They're such confused actors like uh, you know, just thinking you can get out of a car and shoot a bow into a crowd and not have people flip over your car and set it on fire. It, it's that, like there's like what are you thinking? For all these instances, there's like well, not for all of them, but for the crossbow or not crossbow for the the compound bow guy, and for the knife lady, there are like three different videos for each person that just tell a story. So like you watch mm -hmm. one video and you get one part of the story and you get to watch another video and oh here's this car on fire. You watch a different video and it's like oh here's his ass getting handed to him in a plastic bag. Oh here's the <laughs> video where he's walking around parked cars and like, with a camp knife and like bumps into a woman yeah. from behind who doesn't even know he's there and he could have just killed her at a mo in, in that moment. And then there's another video where he's pulling out his bow and drawing on the crowd which I mean that's that's a that's an attempted murder yeah yeah that's that's a threat to kill <laughs> it, it was funny that stuff like that is interesting because when i first saw the video of the guy in dallas who got stomped out i was like fuck they stomped the dude out like that what happened like and then it only went from the stomp out and that was it and then i saw the whole video where seconds before that he's like running through the street with a sword yeah he's chasing them down he's chasing them with a sword and then he gets stomped out yeah. and like yeah like you said these these, these snippets of video they're they uh they all make a beautiful arc when you put them together. And if you're like, what kind of guy, what kind of like weird crazy person would uh try to chase <laughs> after rioters with a sword? Uh would you have guessed it's the kind of guy who does Shakespearean soliloquies uh into a front-facing camera holding a glass of wine? <laughs> because you'd be right <laughs> and that video of him exists on the internet. Okay. Time to break in these longer videos. To be, or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take up arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them. To die, to sleep, no more. And by a sleep to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished to die, not not shocked. Okay, well, let's get into um, uh, uh, the first topic of the night here, uh, which is a national review review of what they're calling Antifa the video game, a.k.a. Tonight We Riot. 
I, I hope you guys already purchased this video game because if you hadn't, you will wind up on a terrorist watch list for buying Antifa the video game. Maybe that's a reason Start, to buy it. Starting as soon as Trump tweeted that, as soon as he tweeted that, anybody who ever says I am Antifa is on a watch list. <clears throat> uh, so this article is written by Robert Verbruggen, dumb name, uh, and the subtitle says... Who's up for chucking Molotov cocktails at capitalist pigs? Most people. Most people, I think, yeah. I, I want to shout out to uh, Ryan Tennant, who is the one who uh, shared this into the Minion Death Commandos Facebook group, and then I shared it on Facebook, and you hadn't, or uh, Twitter, rather, and you hadn't seen this article until I shared it. No, which is just a failure of Google Alerts, and I think that they should be called out and they should work on it. Maybe that's why he <laughs> the headline is Antifa the video game, so he could like avoid the the Antifa SEO. That's yeah, the, it, it would be a lot to look through Antifa Google Alerts all day for like <laughs> them talking about us. Well, it's kind of cool. I I do think that what happened was is they um they played the game, saw the game, and they really got like genuinely scared of you, so they didn't necessarily want you to know about mm -hmm. it. And um, that's fucking tight. They should be. Uh, yeah, if they reviewed like the new uh, f forensic album, they would have uh, DMs from him at 2 a.m. or whatever, <laughs> talking about his cop rap. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I'm, I just picked you know a, a few parts of this review out that are that are interesting. I think um, I can never resist a video game with a political angle to it, even if its politics are repulsive. That's how I found myself playing Tonight We Riot, a retro beat-em-up in which you lead workers in a violent revolt against an oppressive capitalism, what, where everyone but the rich toils away for a pittance. So it's, it's, this, it's this weird alternate reality you're immersed <laughs> in, uh, where everyone but the rich toils away for a pittance, for just a fraction of, of what their uh, labor actually amounts to. Yeah, hard to, hard to really put your brain in that, that space. Um, you guys really had to think out of the box on that one. Yeah, I give that to the you know the creativity of the developers. I I was really happy with that. Uh, yeah, I mean it, the idea of him saying I have to play every political video game is also like totally nonsensical. And like I wonder what he qualifies as a political game. Like is he immediately playing like Division Two as soon as that comes out because it's so like political? Because <laughs> I imagine that just seems like pretty normal like. Yep, that's how I think about the world, too. Like, there's so many terrorists and stuff. Yeah, he just means all the Call of Duty games. That's what he considers political. Normal. Yeah, normal yeah. political entertainment. Um, the game's ideology isn't some kind of Bernie Sanders, quote, socialism based on Denmark, either. The story is full of references to taking over the means of production, and much of your time is spent pelting riot cops with bricks. You can unlock a, quote, haymarket bomb and get a special achievement for using it to wipe out a whole group of police officers at once. <laughs> so yeah, he's scared. <laughs> uh, I'm imagining there's, like, the, uh, a bonus level that I haven't got to that's, like, the bonus level in Street Fighter where you just beat up a car, uh, except it's, like, you, you take uh, yeah. Chris Wallace and Robert Verbruggen out to uh, Central Park, out to the middle yeah. of Central Park, and, and you just see if you can beat, the, beat, your, uh, beat your previous record. Of most, most strikes. 
As a political statement, Tonight We Riot comes off as immature and deliberately and a deliberately offensive cry for help, which I suppose need not be fatal to a video game. Parentheses. This is the hobby that spurred hundreds of millions of dollars worth of investment in Grand Theft Auto games, after all. So he's comparing Tonight We Riot to like one of the most successful video games of all time. Aren't you Fair. aren't you owned, Nick? Yeah. Well, I mean, and he's also just he seems like uh it's just he, the immaturity thing. It's like what about it is immature to you? Like I don't understand just that we're making jokes. Like that's immature. Like I don't it's just that weird like uh because I have this really complicated nonsensical belief system that most other people have, like I get to just tell you that you're a little immature, you know. Well, it's the yeah. liberal thing of like, you're the, you know, the socialist ideology is so far outside like the mainstream that we're interpreting that discussion or that conversation as inherently unserious. Just, just expressing yes. that political yeah. ideology becomes unserious or somehow comical uh, or as he says here, immature. You know, I think that's that's well, really where that stems from. Well, part of like growing up and becoming a real mature adult is um, is giving up and just like yeah. giving into the system. That is part of growing up. It's like, oh, this is to them. This is like fighting for Santa Claus. Yeah, you got to put on your big boy pants and just eat absolute shit every day from your every boss day. Yeah. until you retire, and then the economy collapses and all of your money goes away for some reason. That's it's called that's, growing up, folks. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. happens to the best of us. Um, <clears throat> it's pretty funny that socialists are selling an overpriced product via Nintendo's latest console and the computer game portal Steam, which is run by the multi-billion dollar company Valve. Ding, ding, ding. Got, got, got us, damn. Yeah, in your fucking face. The society understander has logged on. Yeah, Nintendo's just a marketplace. Like, unfortunately, they're like a, it's a monopoly on a, a device that's pretty popular. So you have to have, if you want to, like, appeal to that audience right away, you have to be on that platform, which requires certain things. But, I mean, I think we were pretty lucky getting through the approvals we did because the game's available, like, in Japan and in, in a lot of different countries. Like, uh, and you have to go through review boards for all those countries. So... Because it's an 8-bit game, because it's like a very classic side-scroller, um, you know, I think that that uh, just th hitting police in the face with bricks came off a lot less, uh, you know, gory or violent. Well, it's a tradition. Eight, it's a tradition with 8-bit side-scrollers to just fuck up cops. I, yeah. Like, it's, it, it, it goes back. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny when you watch media from the 80s like how much more politically incorrect it is and i mean that in every way not just like the you know uh, making fun of mental illness or making fun of homosexuality or women or whatever i mean like no we used to make fun of cops all the time in 80s movies like they weren't this like sacred cow troop you know that they are today and yeah. it was kind of the same it's kind of the same thing in in video games as well and uh I think that if this if this game had come out, I don't know, 2003 or something, like it would be a huge story, you know. And maybe you're you're kicking yourself here, Nick, for not releasing this video game in 2003. <laughs> Ten years earlier, yeah. But um, yeah, I thought about it. I thought about <laughs> <laughs> I thought about going back in time and doing that. 
and maybe even like in you know like 2015 or 2016 this would have been like a, a, a way more controversial than it is but like we have the national review here giving it like a fairly good review to be honest it's i mean we haven't gotten to the the complimentary stuff but uh he doesn't poo poo the game entirely and it's it's just i mean a couple commenters were like how dare you give this game a serious review this is like terrorism what 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 the game is um and it's just i don't know maybe it's a positive that he called it antifa the video game that's not a serious review I mean, that's just like a it's, a, it's a click post thing. You're just trying to get people to click your thing. That's fine. For sure. But, but he says right serious. here, he says, I hate to admit it, but this has the makings of a good game. Like mm -hmm. he, he actually like compliments it several times throughout the, throughout the piece, you know, and it, whatever it is a clickbait piece. Uh, but it's not like, this isn't like a Mike Huckabee review or something. Yes, yes. Yeah, it isn't just like the Blaze TV where they just have like like some, yeah, just weirdo guy who types like a, a three-paragraph thing like, I hate this, like over and over again. Yeah, this again. isn't trying to like scare your grandparents even more with video games. This is more yeah. like, you know, your, your like pretentious intellectual uncle or cousin with a bow tie uh, attempting a, a, you know, I don't know if it's a serious review, but attempting an actual review of a of no, you're what right. The it's opposition a serious review. Is putting forth, you know. Yeah, it's it's just weird to be taken seriously. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm sure you guys feel that sometimes too. Uh, <laughs> but you know, just as a as a leftist, as an alternative media, th anything, it's like when somebody's like, "All right, let's take this seriously." It's like, "Oh, okay, we're doing that. Okay, yeah. all right." You know, I let's see how this goes because that can mean all sorts of different things to anybody. Like, you know, what taking us seriously is. To conservatives, that's like, all right, we need to probably kill these people. Like, you know, to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> was it, didn't, like, I, I can't remember if we covered it on, on the show, but didn't Fox News have, yeah, I think we maybe covered it on the show, or at least we, like, posted about it. Fox News covered Means TV when it first launched, right? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, they did, like, a 15-minute segment with, like, two, two different people. I think one of them was from some think tank. I forget the name of. That's, like, uh, the classic one. So, yeah, the they American had a whole Heritage debate. Institute or American yeah. Enterprise Institute or whatever. Yeah, that ruled. It was just them being like, all right, so the debate is happening again, but just to let everybody know, capitalism is definitely the way to go. <laughs> like, you should be scared of socialism anyway. Like it was a yeah, it's exactly what you hope would happen. Is you force a debate, you force a conversation, but it's also like a conversation totally on their terms. They just had two people join who both hate socialism. So yeah, I think like Juan not, Williams was like the the left person in that conversation, <laughs> or like right, the, yeah, some other Democratic there, punching bag. Yeah, I don't even. I think that there was. I think it was all conservative people too on that panel. Okay. It was like a. It was very favorable. It was just, but yeah, I mean, the thing is that things like this review, which is honestly, yeah, at the end of the thing, he says he likes the game, um, which surprised me when I first read it too. Uh, but it's like nowadays you can just turn around and make these into marketing things yourselves. Like Fox News is going to cover us. All right, we'll make that the center of our like launch ad or, yeah. you know, these people are going to call our video game anti for the video game. It's like, that's honestly great for us. <laughs> you know, yeah, like fucking rules. Yeah.
the I want to f- like fist fight Antifa like weird patriot fantasy thing is really because it's like we're seeing a manifest right now too like through compound bow guy and through like even last night in Detroit apparently some 19 year old kid who was at the protest like a, a truck just drove up some right wing guy just shot into the crowd and he like killed a 19 year old kid and so it's oh. just like. <clears throat> It's like that's a whole family now that has to deal with that. Like that's this kid's life that's been ended. Like everybody else who's going to these protests now has to like carry that with them mm-hmm. and like be worried about that. So it's just yeah, it's like these violent, weird fantasies towards Antifa. Uh, but it's pretty pretty like normal. I mean, it's like how do you not have a huge cultural? How does that, how does that not happen to your culture if you even have like MSNBC being like these violent looters, like these yeah. rioters, like. It's it's easy for everybody to slot that into that narrative. It's um, like I, I went to the Seattle uh, protest yesterday and I was looking at, at Twitter this morning and there was some guy who was like, I'm up in northern Washington and I got plenty of supplies, Antifa, if you want to come up here and fuck with me. And it was like a perfect, you know, example of like conservative mindset, which is yeah. like you really want to kill protesters, but also like you're either too lazy or too cowardly to actually go out and find any. Now, with the exception of that guy in Detroit, obviously, and with the exception of like, you know, uh, psychopaths like the the Proud Boys or Three Percenters or whatever. But it's it, there is like a, um, it, I mean, it's and it's. It's we'll get into the Proud Boys stuff in the in the comments here, uh, and I, maybe that conversation's better saved for for that. But um, he ends the article with, but this so he likes the video game. He has to admit uh, he hates to admit, but the, this has the makings of a good video game. But this is not worth your fifteen hard earned capitalist dollars. <laughs> uh, and I love the phrase capitalist dollars, as uh, opposed to. As opposed to uh, socialist dollars, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to uh, the. It's not wrong. I'm gonna go to the ATM machine and pull out some capitalist dollars uh, to pay for my subscription to MTV Television Channel. <laughs> if you had to imagine what capitalist dollars look like, they would just look like our dollars, <laughs> wouldn't they? <laughs> Also, like, I don't, I don't um, have any type of like gaming system, but I have a feeling that fifteen dollars is um not too steep. I feel like that's probably a pretty good deal for any type of a game. It's a very I good. I think price. I've seen iPhone games for that that price. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know it's something we thought a lot about, and like uh, we like we offer the game at whatever price people can pay. So if you can't afford the price of the game, you can just DM us or email us, and we'll just give you it for whatever you can afford. So there's that level. It's like we're not, there's no barrier to entry. Um, but yeah, we're a small studio, like we're a small, you know, co-op. Uh, they're a small developing team. So we decided that that felt like the best price and you got to charge something for your work. So yeah, no, that, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's a very fair price for this game. Uh, and I would highly recommend getting it. And I don't know, it's, it's just uh, it, it, I guess it makes sense for the National Review to say like, oh, 15 bucks is too much, you know, because they don't think like the average person's hourly wage is worth that much either. $15, wow, that's like what a McDonald's employee should be making uh, for a whole day. That's too much yeah. for a video game. 
They, sh- they should be like costing couch potatoes a, cu- a few hours of work. <laughs> Let's get into comments here. You ready for this, Nick? Let's do it. Okay, David Wallace says, I think he's replying to somebody uh, named Telly. Telly, I understand Morgan Stanley will give Pixel Pushers Union 512 a percentage point off a line of credit for the next game if they can sell 10 million units of this game. Pixel is working with a Madison Avenue marketing firm to boost sales both domestically and abroad. The overseas profits will be parked in Liechtenstein, naturally. The co-owners are currently looking at matching Malibu, California digs. Um, so just because this is a this is a serious outlet here, Minion Death called. I, I don't want to think we're too cozy with the people we interview. I have to ask you very seriously, Nick. Are you looking for uh, matching digs in Malibu with the owners of Pixel Pushers Union? Yeah, I think they're saying the, that the, the guys from Pixel Pushers Union are trying to buy houses in Malibu and that we're trying and that we're selling like we've sold. I think I don't know the exact number, but it's in like the tens of thousands. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. in the tens of millions. <laughs> like so right there. Uh, I don't know where the bank association came from ba- and no banks. I don't personally have any good enough credit. Banks won't work with me. <laughs> But also, nobody will work with our business because it seems weird to them. Uh, so there's no, we don't, we're not able to get loans or anything. So, no, that sounds completely made up. I haven't heard about any of those uh, components. There's no Malibu. You know, every kind, everything is kind of out of left field on that one. Like, you know, sometimes you'll get weird conspiracies that are pieced together through like Wikipedia shit, or like it's kind of like okay, you're just saying we're CIA basically, but. Uh, this one is like uh, I have no idea where that came from. Are you? I love it. Are you buying uh, artwork from your friends that is valued at ten million dollars, so then you can write it off later as a tax rebate, Nick? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Okay. You might want to look into that. You might want to look into that. It's a good move. I, I also love how in, in saying that they're saying like. Um, this game is really, really good. It's going to be wildly successful. Yeah, 10 million <laughs> units. That's like a lot of units for a video game, right? I mean, I'm not familiar I, with I the business so. end of it, but I think that's a pretty popular video game. That would be that would be in revenue. What? What's 15 times 10 million? <laughs> Fuck. 150 <laughs> million dollars in revenue. Yeah, yeah. So that would be like... You, you know, the, my background would look different. Everything would be different, probably, if we made <laughs> Well, that. you do suspiciously that, have your background blurred. I don't, is there a, oh, is that true. A, is, is, I just figured that out. I was going to try and find, like, a funny video to loop, and then I, you guys called me before I was able to f- think of anything funny enough. Like, is, <laughs> is that a uh, three-year-old TV in the background or a brand-new Mazda Miata? I can't tell. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't tell. I don't know what it is, but it looks like it might be made out of precious metals. <laughs> Um, I love Malibu, California. Like, like that's the reference point for, uh, you know, uh, opulence for this. Pre- oh, just Malibu. Like, he's he probably, like, has holes Malibu playing in his head when he says this, you know. <laughs> um, Joe Jr. 61 says, uh, if a game were made to portray the Antifa cowards... It wouldn't sell at all. It would contain leftists standing around crying or yelling when opposed by any comparable foes and only attacking <laughs> when the numbers are 20 to 1 for Antifa or hitting a lone opponent from behind with a bike lock. That sounds wow. personal. That sounds personal. Yeah. 
Um, how many? So I may, maybe this is later in the game. I have uh, how many like crying chambers are there per stage? There aren't any, and and he's wrong. The game is about Antifa, and it's sell, sold pretty well. It's doing pretty good. People are responding pretty well to it. So he's uh, he's just bummed out about it, you know. And it's okay, but he, <laughs> you know, it's what, unfortunate, should, my man. I thought that when you pause and save the game and like go to things, that would, you you went to your safe space. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you went that to like... That would be really funny. I thought you went to like a crying chamber. You could jump in there and like do a coloring book for 30 seconds and re rejuvenate your health, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, one thing I noticed about the game is that like these socialists throughout the game, they're like emerging from factories. Like you're liberating factories and a bunch of workers are coming out and, they, you know, they have like red and black flags or whatever. Uh, they're, they're emerging from factories instead of their mom's basements. I noticed yes. that about the game, and we know yeah. we we all know that like only conservatives work in factories. So what gives? You're right. Yeah, this is really him just being like, why can't this video game be about my life, which is just much sadder and more like I. He's saying I have a hard time empathizing with anybody else's experience or hopes or aspirations, and so. I would much prefer a game just about my shitty life where I get beaten with bike locks or whatever <laughs> yeah. happened to this poor guy. No, he he definitely just saw that one thing on the news that happened three years ago where that blonde kid hit somebody in the back of the head with a bike lock and got arrested. That's exactly yeah. what he's referring to. And it's just like occupied a piece of his mind palace for four years. And You're it's right. like, bud, this, this could be your life if you weren't like an awful person. Chasseur says absolutely vile and disgusting, but at least they got one thing right. Dot 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 dot. When the leftist revolutionary dies, dot dot, he joins Stalin in hell, so they know they are not on the right side of the angels. There's like a march coming down my street, maybe. Whoa, sick! I can hear it. Yeah. I've been like, I just, I've been hearing like, I'll just, be, like, we'll go to the bathroom and I'll just start in the very distance faintly hear like, Black Lives Matter. It's very cool. That's so sick. George Floyd! Oh, see this? That's incredible. Still coming. So my my street's not even like a busy street. Do you live downtown? I live close. I live Capitol Hill, close to downtown. Yeah, they went up a hill right now to get there. Yeah. They're still coming, but they're not chanting I just, anymore. I just like that that um, if anybody's like, come on out, you're like, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't right now, I'm podcasting. Can you see? Yeah, wow. that's awesome. This is that's like, awesome, yeah. It's like diluting. That's that, that's crazy. They just put a curfew in place in Detroit for as at uh, eight PM. So Our literally is 15, fifteen minutes. Damn dude. I think it's gonna be fucking crazy. I think I think it's going to be wild. I think they're going to just be arresting everybody who's standing out there at 8 p.m. 
Yeah, our, our curfew is uh, in four minutes, 5 p.m. Fuck. Yeah, we're supposed to have one at, at 8 p.m. now, um, but the vigil starts at 6, so um, hopefully we can get it all done. <laughs> that was funny. I was like, oh, it sounds, it sounds really loud. It's probably coming up like Pike or Pine or one of the major streets. No, it's, it's on my street. What this is referring, what this comment, sorry. So uh, at least they got one thing right. When the leftist revolutionary dies, he joins Stalin in hell. That's like an, that's a reference to just what the reviewer wrote, Robert Verbruggen, when he's talking about like the, the s system of how when the workers leave the factories, they become playable characters basically, or they become like your extra lives. Like as long as one of the workers is left, like the game can still go. And then when all the workers are dead, uh, that's when the game is over, basically. And he says something like, uh, yeah, you, you can play until your last man joins Stalin in hell. And, and then you have to start the game over. <laughs> so they took that literally. They think uh, there's literally a scene in the video game where you die and descend into hell to meet uh, Joseph Stalin, which is where the leftist thinks uh, you know, Stalin is in hell. It's like it's like the idea of like the, the weird. I mean, you know, American exceptionalism is a hell of a drug kind of a thing. Where like mm -hmm. your Christianity, your like weird religious ideas are intersecting with like your nationality and like national identity. Like there's gonna be an American heaven and an American hell and like yeah, a Russian totally. heaven and a Russian hell. It's like in what world do you think that like most people? I mean, I guess it's again just what we've been told. But it's like Lenin like led a popular revolution like. You don't think that there's like a huge amount of people that are like my man is in heaven for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's just yeah, it's that's it's very strange. It's like just so riddled with contradictions. All these comments. It's just like are these people hoarders too? Like what's going on? Like are they okay, you know? Uh, the only thing that's a bummer about it not being true is that 8 bit hell always looks sick. Yeah, it's true. It's like basically what Damn, Doom right. lo Doom looked like. Yeah. Originally. Uh, okay. Who, who said this? I, I don't remember who said this. Violence and the left are inseparable. Liberals take note. These people are not your friends. Um, so I think that's interesting. We're not. Yeah. That's true. I think that's interesting <laughs> that somebody is acknowledging a difference between, like, the left and a liberal. Um, it's both welcome and a little bit frightening i would say because uh if history is any indication i think there's a good chance that once the left once liberals realize that they are not the left uh they yeah. they're going to side with the right wing not like they haven't already been doing that but just possibly in a uh more open and uh unrepentant manner yeah i mean yeah, they're doing that through all this stuff too i feel like sorry go ahead anthony oh no no absolutely that's what i was saying it, it, it's it's kind of it's scary that they're onto this because it's smart. Like that's how they're going to appeal. Like listen, like you know, we're we might be we might be racist, but at least we're not Antifa's. Hey, get a real so. job. <laughs> Class traitors. Oh yeah. I didn't realize there were cops back there. <laughs> um yeah, I, I it's it's like there's a there's an obvious difference and I think uh highlighting that difference uh is good. I think more people will identify as as like you know socialist or Marxist or whatever once they realize how hollow like our country's progressivism 
actually yeah. is. However, that doesn't mean that they're, we're automatically going to gain power just because, you know, that movement is more popular. Like, the liberals will still be in power, and once they realize that uh, people are, you know, people on the left are leaving, like, maybe they find, you know, a more even more common cause with the right wing. Definitely. I mean, I think that, uh, like, you know, so much of the discourse around the left is, like, how small and burgeoning it is and all that kind of shit. And it's like until we until those things are start to be like wow the left is really here because x and x or like the left is really you know dominating electorally and like we're doing all this different stuff like as soon as that does happen and we're like wow we did it everybody like we're the left like we've you know we're yeah. kicking ass and literally as soon as that happens like the entire thing will collapse because the, that will signal liberals to you know coalesce power with the right wing mm -hmm. and it will be like conflict will happen you know so uh yeah i i think that we should all expect that as soon as we're all like patting each other on the back like <laughs> we did it we're a real political force to be reckoned with yeah. it'll be like you know come yeah. right down on us uh so matthew illinois replies to this violence and, and the left are inseparable liberals take note these people are not your friends matthew illinois replies liberals worship chaos violent mobs is a branch on that tree and I think it's this idea is very funny, but just even the way he worded it is very violent mobs is a branch on the chaos tree. It's a beautiful way to put it, Matthew. Uh, thank you so much for putting yeah. it that way. Yeah, aren't like trees not chaos at all? Aren't they actually really beautiful systems that are like oddly symmetric and like they work really well? Well, let me. Do, OK, so you you kind of like highlighted the main problem with your argument here is that trees are beautiful right and what do we know about beauty beauty is a feminine quality what do we know about femini oh, yeah. femini femininity uh it's the chaos dragon so <laughs> yeah. i think this yep. is a very apt metaphor you know for it's like it's it's this is a very deep metaphor okay it's uh liberals worshiping chaos violent mobs are a branch on the tree of chaos okay um, I don't know, guys. I think he might have gotten us. I think he might have gotten us with this one. Like, you know Brett Payne. I know Brett Payne. My man worships chaos, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just, I, it's it, like liberalism is like literally about beating back any sort of chaotic results of, of the structures of capitalism of the contradictions within capitalism liberalism is about maintaining order through an inherently like uh yes you know unjust system that's what liberalism is it's about making tweaks here or there to balance like the pendulous precarity that uh, a capitalist system you know results in basically so it's very funny that he would say liberals worship chaos here uh the gray man replies and what do we do with a diseased tree you chop it down and then leroy replies finally yeah just like pinochet so we started from Yikes. the point where violence and the left are inseparable. Yeah, no, that's true. Liberals worship chaos, violent the violent mobs. Uh, and what do you do with those violent mobs? Uh, well, you kill the tree from which they originated, which is liberalism. Uh, you kill liberals uh, just like Pinochet because they love violence. Yes. It's very good. To, it's a perfect argument. You can only stop violence with preemptive violence. Yeah. Uh, so. It's so weird that that's just this accepted, like, you, you know, in, in 
just even conservative discourse, not even like far right discourse, but just the idea that like, yeah, we got to throw these fuckers from helicopters or whatever, yeah. like these communist motherfuckers. It's just like, uh, damn, that's like uh, such a prevalent way of thinking. <laughs> not not great for us. <laughs> not a great thing for our security or health. No, I mean, yeah, they're not. They're not trying to like. They're not trying to get hearts into minds. They're trying to like stop hearts. That's all they want to do. This uh, what what is it? Uh, Uncle Sam's misguided children, uh, which is USMC, U.S. Marine Corps. It's a, like a very popular Facebook page that's had to be restarted like three or four times Woof. because they keep ha- like issuing death threats against politicians and shit. Um, <laughs> they they were selling a shirt that said "Just kill a commie for mommy." Like they were selling that on Facebook. And wild, yeah. Like I don't even think you could sell a shirt that said "Kill a Nazi for for Chachi." Like I, I don't think you could sell that shirt on Facebook, even despite you know uh, Nazis being <laughs> less. <laughs> I think you have to try. I think you guys have to have to put your money where your mouth is and have the. <laughs> Have the Minion Death Call podcast page try to sell a t-shirt that says "Kill a Nazi for Totsy" or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, yeah, it's just it's like a bloodthirsty ideology, basically. And it's funny. Oh no, communists are are the real like evil force. They're the real villains in this society, which is why we have to like murder every single one of them. And you know what? Liberals are also communists too. So they, they have to be murdered as well. Uh, Democrats are liberals. They got to go. Uh, your, your child's teacher at school. She's probably a liberal. Uh, she got to go too. I, it's, it's this like uh, insane mindset where um, you think that you look like the righteous party for wishing violence on all these imagined uh, enemies you have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, they get real fantastical with it too. It's really weird. It's really weird. They just fantasize about it all the time. Uh, the, the tree of Liberty, you know, must be watered from time to time with uh, the, the blood of my child's third grade teacher. It's just, patriotism it's just a fucking video game like it's just a video game bro like calm down like it's not you know it maybe is an attack on your way of life but at the end of the day it's still a fucking video game you know it is a video game and it is like you know not a representation of reality which i think why instead of like saying you know oh we want to kill the president in minecraft or whatever um we should all start saying i want to kill the president in tonight we riot yeah, as like a go. caveat, as like a legal exemption, you know, from from any sort of threat. No, I'm talking about the video game uh, in Tonight We Riot. Tonight We Riot, yes. Yeah, I want to kill Jeff Bezos in Tonight We Riot. See? Yeah. It's already catching on. Uh, I have to pee real quick. Got anything going on tonight after this? <clears throat> I was just saying, yeah, Vibe Lately has been anxiety when you ask that question. Just like uh, not knowing what's going on, worried about people, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm lucky that I don't know anybody up here in Seattle, so I don't have to worry about anyone's safety. That's the way to go. <laughs> just no just, friends, nobody. Yeah, no, no, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. Of course, I care about people up here. Uh, I I was like, it was so funny because last night, um, I got I I was like, yesterday I was on Facebook at like 
you know, three or something. And I saw a post that was like, Hey, we're meeting at this park. Like Seattle DSA was like, we're meeting at this park, you know, to remember George Floyd. And I was at three and I was like, Oh shit, it's already three. And I was like, Oh, I got stuff to do. But like, I, I, I got to fucking go. And it's just a short walk. And so I walked down there and there were a ton of people already walking down there, ton of people already there. And like it, I don't know what made me do it, but I crossed through this alley and when I came out this alley, I was right by a, a like police SUV that people were just destroying, just like right in front of me. Wow. They were just destroying it and it was great. And, uh, they eventually set it on fire and then, um, we, Damn, that's what you want from that. You want to show up and have that happen right yeah. in front of you. And the- no, it was pretty tight. It, it was kind of like, you know, when you show up late to a concert and you skip the opening act that you never heard of or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, totally. And it was and then we pushed the cops down this side street that was great uh and then i i met another teamster there just randomly some like not even my doing what job i do uh he he was a sanitation dude but he was wearing his his like teamster like security jacket it was pretty tight that fucking rules yeah and then uh it was funny because somebody broke into the gap like they busted the gaps window but nobody was even stealing anything <laughs> nobody gave a shit like, i'm good yeah i would have came nah. up i love i love the gap i, I would have came up like people were like i'm wearing all gap right now interesting i think i, think <laughs> I haven't i haven't worn the gap since i was like 12 i mean they probably got the, good stuff their jeans fit me real nice yeah. I, I don't know why it was funny um, just because there were like jeans in the street and people were like eh <laughs> like stepping over them that's funny. Okay. Uh, last little cluster of comments here. Uh, possibly the best of the night, I think. Uh, the ban says, it's amazing that Antifa is just accepted by so many people. I'm so fucking mad about it. Antifa's got friends. They probably have girlfriends. probably have kids they're allowed to visit. I fucking hate it. Uh, it's amazing that Antifa is just accepted by so many people, but I'm sure a Proud Boys video game of people defending themselves from violent lefty thugs would be considered, quote, normalizing hate or whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's That that sucks. I love how... It's like, yeah, that's what, that's what it is. I love how even in your, like, video game fantasy, right, your, your fantasy video game where there's a Proud Boys video game... Proud Boys are still just a reactionary organization whose like sole purpose is to oppose the left. You know, which which <laughs> yeah, like yeah. ironically would be the background or the motivation of a lesser video games villains. Like, oh, they're just the villains because they hate the protagonist. Like that's why they're they don't have any other motivating factors. Yeah, they don't have any reason, yeah. They just hate they hate the protagonist. But that's gonna be your protagonist is somebody who's identified purely by who who they hate or who they're like trained. I don't by. like them. Don't like the cut of their jib. Gotta get them. It'd be fun to just steal that idea and just make the Proud Boys video game, but they just absolutely get their asses kicked on every level. <laughs> like you, you play yeah. as a Proud Boy, but it's like one level and it's impossible to beat. And you just keep having like diverse groups of like protesters and rioters coming up and just beating you to a pulp. Yeah, giving but, like, giving you keep, wedgies and like rubbing your face in dirt and shit. Keep yeah. releasing like screenshots of future levels that you can't get to if you just don't suck at the game. Yeah. They just keep trying and trying. Yeah. Like, I mean, wouldn't the Proud Boys video game be just like that school shooter video game that was that was released on stream on Steam? Honestly, yeah, or just driving a car, just GTA, but like yeah. more crowds of people. 
Yeah, it, type thing. It's, just, yeah. it's just Grand Theft Auto without any of the missions. Yeah, it's and Grand just Th huge inexplicable, inexplicable protests breaking out all over San like, Andreas or whatever. And the only crimes are hate crimes. It's nothing else. It's not like you're doing anything cool. You're not like you know doing drug deals or anything like that. You're just doing hate crimes. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's I think it's pretty alpha to whine about how there's no video game about you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do some Western chauvinism by uh, complaining that there aren't any Proud Boy characters in the new She-Ra cartoon. But the best part is there's so many video games that are what they want to be. There's like, you know, that there's a whole industry of warfare games. There's a whole industry of games that are literally paid for by the US military. And like, so you can at least cosplay who like the guys you think you want to be, you're the real operators. Well, that's, I mean, the extreme irony of their ideology altogether is that fucking society is like molded for them. Society is like built with them in mind. Uh, and they still have yeah. to find things to be to complain about. They still have to find things to be like victimized by. Yeah, every AAA game is like some weird libertarian fantasy, and they're they're asking for they're begging for representation still. Yeah, wild. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then final comment. Uh, Phil Lamb one sixty eight says, Ah, yes, the Nintendo Switch, the TikTok of gaming consoles. Again, just like. Oh yeah, the game, the Nintendo Switch, wildly successful, the, the single most popular thing in existence. Yeah. <laughs> but also, what does it yeah. mean? What what does this mean? I don't know. Ah yes, they're the both the Nintendo Switch, the the T-Mobile sidekick of gaming consoles. <laughs> Except I, I'm not aware of any like any like Switch games that are just banked on like you know taking ideas from from black people and then monetizing them because you're like more Europeanly uh, aesthetically pleasing. Uh, does that happen on Switch as much? I don't know. Somebody think it has to. Somebody's probably made an OK Boomer uh, Animal Crossing character. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, thanks so much, Nick, for uh, for joining us today. Um, obviously, subscribe to Means TV. If you have to cancel Hulu or if you have to cancel Netflix, subscribe to Means TV. Um, obviously, by tonight we riot. Uh, it's a very fun game where you get to throw a a lot of stuff. I'm not joking about how much stuff you get to throw <laughs> at cops. It's a lot of stuff, and you get to liberate people from factories. Everybody's wearing cool little red bandanas. Uh, I love it. I'm gonna buy a Switch just for this. I know I did. Since Tony Hawk's not coming out on Switch, <laughs> you know you did, yeah. Um, yeah, well, thanks. I really appreciate both you guys having me. I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if anybody listening, please check out Means TV, means.tv. We have, like, uh, over 20 feature films on there at this point. We have documentaries, narrative films, series. We have a, a weekly news show, Means Morning News. So check it out. Lots of good stuff on there, and we really appreciate it. And you're what makes it possible. We don't have any advertisers or investors. It's just our subscribers that make the whole project viable. It's literally worker-owned. It's worker-owned leftist entertainment giving uh, a platform to independent artists, and I don't know what more you 
could want. It um, highly, highly encourage you to go support them at means.tv. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the episode for today. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Uh, you know, you can support this show at patreon.com slash minion death cult, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash minion death cult. You get a bonus episode every week. If you want to hear us talk a little more about uh, the, the protests and uh, the Antifa actions going on and, and the conservative response to that, uh, we did a Patreon episode where we, we touched on that stuff before moving on to uh, Skid rebranding for the month of june <laughs> for pride uh which was a very big deal very very big problem for a lot of people uh we appreciate your support uh and that's it all right thanks everybody bye thank you so much thank y'all beautiful